from API. This is Energy Tomorrow Radio, your source for information and conversation about the most important energy issues of the day. Welcome to Energy Tomorrow Radio. I'm Jane Van Ryan. You've probably seen the television commercials that ask whether you own an oil company. Chances are you own a portion of an oil company through your 401k or pension plans. In order to determine the benefits of owning oil company shares, API recently commissioned a study to determine how oil company investments are contributing to the pension plans of retirees in several states. And Robert Shapiro of Sonicon, the company that examined the data, is in the studio today to explain his findings. Welcome, Rob. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you. Rob, first tell our listeners about your company and the kinds of studies that you routinely conduct. We try to bring rigorous economic analysis to issues of importance for public policy. Now, with regard to this particular study, the one on pensions, can you briefly describe your methodology and how many states are covered and who's covered under those pensions? This is really an interim report. We will publish a larger report in a few months, which will cover the public employee pension plans in 17 states. And it will include a majority of both the members of public employee pension funds and the assets. But we have an interim report on the first four states, which were Michigan, Missouri, Ohio, and Pennsylvania. Uh, We identified which were the two largest state employee or public employee pension funds within each state. And in each case, they were the they covered the same groups of people. They covered one was always the teacher's pension fund, and the other was employees of the state government. And we then looked at their annual reports, and in order to determine um, what share of their assets year to year were held in uh, energy companies, of uh, 98% of which are oil and gas companies, And then we tracked the returns on those investments as compared to the returns on the rest of the portfolio that these pension funds maintained. And we tracked this over five years, from 2005 through 2009. And so that covers both years of strong expansion and years of deep recession. And what we found was that um, these assets outperformed the rest of the portfolio, that is their returns were higher, um, by about three to four to, uh, times. Rob, data for four states have been released, so let's take those states one at a time. First, Ohio. What did you find in Ohio? Um, well, uh, we found that oil and natural gas assets made up uh, 4.6% of the total assets of these two, the two largest public pension plans in Ohio, but they contributed um, 9.5% of the total returns. So we can see a very sharp difference in the return. If you invested a dollar each dollar invested by these two 
uh, public employee pension funds in Ohio in 2005 in oil companies was worth a dollar 48 five years later and a dollar invested by them in all other assets was worth a dollar and 11 so that's a that's a very big difference that shows a a uh, very significant difference. It does indeed, and it shows that oil and natural gas company earnings are a very good thing for pension plans. They certainly have been over the last five years. Well, let's take a look at Missouri. Now, you also looked at that state. What did you find there? It's much the same case that we saw in Ohio. The return on a dollar invested by those funds in their oil and natural gas stocks in 2005, that dollar investment was worth a dollar forty-one. In 2009, so there was a 41% return over the five years. A dollar invested in everything else and all the other assets that those two funds invested in in 2005 was worth a dollar ten in 2009. So you have a 41% return versus a 10% return, and that meant that uh, oil and gas stocks, while representing only 3.3% of the total assets of those two Missouri pension funds uh, produce 9.2% of all the returns. Were the numbers similar in Pennsylvania? I know you looked at that state, too. In Pennsylvania, the dollar invested in 2005 in oil and gas stocks by those two public employee pension plans in Pennsylvania grew to $1.48 by 2009, uh, and 2009, don't forget, is a depressed year in the right. stock market, um, and um, a dollar invested by those two funds in, a, in all other assets produced an average return of $1.15. So again, you have a 48% return over five years compared to a 15% return over five years. Um, and in the case of Michigan, it's very similar. It's a 49% return over five years on the oil and gas investments versus a 17% return as the um, overall return on all other assets. About uh, about four years ago, Rob, your company did a study having to do with uh, oil and natural gas industry stock and who actually owns it. So just very briefly, tell us how much of that stock is actually owned by American consumers, including retirees and all these plans. The, the fact is the oil industry is no different from any other big industry uh, in this regard. Um, a lot of people think that oil and finance and steel and autos and all these other big industries, basic industries uh, for the U.S. economy, are mainly owned by insiders, by the CEOs and the other top-level executives. Uh, the fact is that about 1.5% of the shares of oil companies are held by the officers and board members of those companies. And that's comparable to other industries. It's about the same in all industries. And similarly, you know, we have, if you look at who who's holding the other 98.5% of uh, the shares, um, over 60% is being held by uh, either mutual funds or 
the companies that manage very large portfolios for mainly for pensions. Um, then there is another 9% that's held directly by pension plans and insurance companies and foundations. Uh, and finally, you've got 30% that are held by individual investors who manage their own holdings and who are not insiders. Uh, that is, you know, you or me if you've got a little stock portfolio. So this is, the fact is, the ownership of oil companies is as broadly based as the ownership of uh, any of the other basic industries in our economy. Based on that, Rob, what do you say to people then who are critical of oil and natural gas industry earnings? Aren't they really critical of the benefits that are going to millions of American consumers and retirees? Well, um, those earnings go to two places. They go to the dividends and the value of the stock that is held by pension, mainly by people saving for their retirement and by pension plans for people's retirement. That that comprises the overwhelming majority of the ownership of these companies. The other place that oil company earnings go is is into investment. They have the oil industry has enormous uh investment needs. You know, when you drill a well, <laughs> that's a it costs a, a lot more money to drill a well than to put 100 programmers in a building and say, come up with a new application and a new software program. Uh, now, I'm not criticizing the software industry. It's a brilliantly successful industry as well. But the fact is that the investment requirements and the R&D requirements for energy are very, very high. And so that's the other place those earnings go. They go to uh, the retirement plans of um, both average Americans um, and certainly uh, the beneficiaries of the major pension plans in the country, whether they're public employees or auto workers or steel workers, and they go to investment to generate returns in the future. Very good. Well, Rob Shapiro, thank you so much for sharing your data and your insights with us today. And thanks for joining us on Energy Tomorrow Radio. My pleasure. Thank you for joining us on Energy Tomorrow Radio, brought to you by the people of America's oil and natural gas industry. For more information about this podcast or to submit questions for future shows, visit energytomorrow.org. That's energytomorrow.org.